Hello Luxembourg and welcome to a new episode of the Journal Briefing with Pat. This is your go-to English podcast for staying in the know about critical topics in Luxembourg. No matter if you're an expat living here, if you've moved abroad, or if you just prefer to listen to podcasts in English. I'm your host Pat and if you haven't noticed yet, it's that time again in Luxembourg. Social elections are right around the corner, coming at us every five years. Employees will be voting for members of the staff delegation in their company and the Chamber of Employees national members. This week, we kickstart our coverage on this topic, so buckle up. If you have found voting documents in your letterbox in recent weeks, then you are one of more than 600,000 people entitled to vote in the social elections on March 12th. If you've been wondering what it is all about, journalist Christian Bloch has put together 12 questions and 12 answers to make you go into those elections prepared. In the same spirit, journalist Pascal Steinwachs dives into the discussion about low voter turnout in previous social elections and ongoing mobilization campaigns, the Chamber of Labour being the voice of employees, its outlook on future challenges, including pension issues and labour law changes, is of utmost importance. Interviews with personalities like Jean-Claude Reding, former OGBL president, Georges Bach, former Cyprolex president and ex-CSV MP, and many more. But wait, it's not all about elections, right? We've talked about this upcoming topic briefly a couple of weeks ago when 90 family lawyers were supposed to leave the Cité Judiciaire. Now journalist Camille Frati is back with more insights into the Saint-Esprit Plateau situation. The idea of a place bringing together all the courts is in jeopardy unless the government decides to give priority to justice in the premises becoming vacant in the city centre. In talks with Martin Soloviev, state prosecutor, and Christian Bezenius, deputy state prosecutor, as well as Petre Kinger, president of the Luxembourg Bar. Attention repair enthusiasts in Luxembourg. Let's tie in with journalist Christian Bloch's article from a week ago about the repair cafes. The Luxembourgish government has announced that it wants to examine the usefulness of a financial incentive for electoral repairs. The goal is to reduce the cost of repairs and ultimately reduce the amount of electronic waste. In Austria, a similar bonus is already in action and may serve as a model for Luxembourg. In talks with Markus Peringer, project manager for Circular Economy and coordinator of the Vienna Repair Network. And for the end, journalist Mish Pouch continues his classroom saga with a piece on violence in the classroom. While several projects aiming at the inclusion of students with special needs are welcomed, the current program fails to address cases of voluntary deliberate violence. Current trends indicate that social skills will need to increasingly be taught in schools, and this requires working more with the parents of the children in question, which is not always an easy task. With Charles Schmidt, Ombudsman for Children and Youth, Natalie Kuypers, Director of the CPAS, and Joel Dami, speaker for the Syndicate for Education and Science. And just like that, you're now up to date with the most crucial stories on the Lizabur Journal. Join us again next week for another edition of the Journal Briefing with Pat, in which we'll be talking about preventative medicine, the French film music composer André Diezuc, and many more. Until then, take care, stay curious, and see you soon. This was the weekly briefing with Pat and the Lützebäuer Journal. Tune in every week for a recap of the most interesting and thought-enticing stories in Luxembourg, because we provide solutions-based journalism. If that sounds like your cup of tea, well, consider subscribing. And remember, all our articles can be enjoyed in three languages, French, German 
and obviously English.